0: Time for me to listen to my intuition. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Vocal Empowerment Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I'm so excited to share that on April 20th, it's a Thursday, at 3.30pm, I am going to be making my listening room debut here in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm so excited to have the opportunity to play at the listening room because it is a place that I have wanted to play at for so long. Like literally since I have moved here, it has been on my vision board and I'm so excited to be able to play there with some of my best friends. So if you live in Nashville, I would love to see you there. I'm going to have the link in my bio where you can buy tickets. So today I want to talk a little bit about my experience with Surrender. And specifically in the voice and also in dating, we're going to talk a little bit about my romantic relationship today. So ever since I was little, I have known that I wanted a life partner. I knew I wanted to be married and I knew that I wanted to eventually have children, which I don't have yet. But I do have an amazing partner named Alex and he is my best friend And I'm gonna share the story in a later episode on how we met, but this is the story of surrendering. So before Alex and I started dating, we were best friends, and I was kind of in a phase of just dating around a lot. I had just gone through a breakup and just wanted to have fun in Nashville, so I was kind of dating a few different guys at once. By the way, you can listen to my song, Attention, to know more of that story. (laughs) But there was one moment where I went to the bar And I went with a guy that I was kind of interested in and another one of my guy friends who I think was into me. And then Alex was there. And then we walked into the bar and in that bar were two other guys (laughs) that I had dated (laughs) that were interested in me. And this is the story of how I wrote attention because I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm sick of this. Like, (laughs) it's not bad to want attention. But it shouldn't be this hard to find a husband. It should not be this hard. So the pandemic hit. And at that point, I had just gone through like another mini breakup. And I was feeling really down about it. I was like, you know, I was 25. And I was like, I have not met my future partner yet. And I'm so upset about it. And I thought I would be married with kids by now. You know, I told you guys the story in the, the first episode about how I was in a really serious relationship in college and I wanted to marry that guy. And then there was another relationship and I thought I was going to marry that guy. And it's like my whole life, it has been like, I think I'm going to marry this person. Just kidding. We break up. And I was just so fed up with it. And after I wrote attention and kind of had that little moment of getting all this attention in, in college and a little bit living in Nashville, I was just like, I am ready to for my husband. I'm so sick of dealing with these F boys. Like I just want to find my husband and like, you know, it's fine. So instead of forcing and pushing, you know, going on Tinder, like going out and looking for a relationship, I decided that I was going to fully surrender because I knew that God had a plan for me. And I knew that if I desired a husband, that God had a person in mind for me I just knew it deep in my core and so I remember the moment I was sitting in my old house in the back room I had like a little piano like music room in the back of my house and I had been playing and singing songs and just pouring my heart out in my music songs that I was writing at the time about my relationships and just wanting a husband and I remember so clearly That I just got on my knees and I prayed to God. And I said, God, it's okay if you don't have a husband for me. It's okay if I'm meant to be single. I'm happy being single now. I am not going to continue looking. I'm not going to continue trying with this. You know what my desire is. You know what it is that I want. I trust that you have a person out there for me. So I am not going to try anymore. I am just going to put it into your hands. I'm going to fully surrender to this. And I trust That if I'm meant to have a life partner, that person is gonna come into my life at the exact perfect timing. I'm not gonna try anymore. I'm not gonna date guys that don't deserve me. I'm not gonna mess around with F-boys anymore. Like I'm not going to go to bars and have five guys there that are interested in me. Like, we're just not doing that anymore. I'm sick of that. I'm sick of that lifestyle. This is me fully surrendering. I know what my worth is and then I wrote down all the things that I wanted in my partner and I just decided that I wasn't trying anymore. I was going to fully surrender and just let God take over (laughs) and it was literally like I want to say the next week that Alex and I started dating. That's how fast it happened. Once I surrendered and I let God take over and I, I stopped trying to control everything that's when Alex and I started dating and I I realized, oh my gosh, I'm in love with my best guy friend. How did I not see this before? It's because I wasn't in the right frame of mind, right? I was kind of in a more masculine energy of like pushing, you know, trying to make things happen and also just not really in alignment with the type of men that I was attracting and not really in alignment with what I was doing. Like I was going out to bars and drinking still and... You know, now I don't do that at all. Like, I don't even go to bars. And it feels more in alignment for me. I'm not saying it's bad if you do want to go to bars. But for me, that just wasn't the lifestyle that I wanted. And I knew that I wasn't going to meet my future husband in a bar. And so Alex and I started dating. And I knew pretty much instantly that he would be the person that I would end up marrying. And listen, we're not engaged yet. But I know we are going to get engaged at some point. So... I just knew. I literally, I called my mom after our first date and I was like, I'm done dating forever in typical dramatic Gracie fashion. I was like, I'm done forever. I'm with my future husband now. And I I told my mom the story and she thought it was so funny. And literally it's hilarious because ever since I've moved to Nashville, I've dated like a handful of guys. I had been here for Three years before, or no, two years before Alex and I started dating. And I had a serious boyfriend for like a year and a half, and then I dated like a handful of guys. I wanna say like maybe six or seven. I don't know. Something around there. So anyway, I had been dating to find my husband, but I wasn't actually doing it with that intention. You know what I mean? Like I knew that's what I wanted, but I wasn't really acting that way because I was still going to bars and hoping to meet men there. And Honestly, like I knew I wasn't going to meet my future husband, like doing shots at the tin roof. You know what I mean? So once I fully decided, okay, I am not available for this anymore. I'm not available for this type of man anymore. Actually, not even man. They were boys. (laughs) The guys that I dated before Alex were boys, except there was one good one in there, but he and I didn't work out. No hard feelings to him. Anyway, not the point. (laughs) What I'm saying is once I realized that how I was acting was not in alignment and I changed what I was available for and I made it very, very clear what my intentions were and what it was that I desired and then I fully surrendered to God and what God had planned for me, it was like literally the next week Alex and I started dating and it happened in the weirdest, most unexpected way possible. Maybe I'll tell that story at a later time. And listen, there had been guys that I dated before that I tried so hard to make everything work with them. Like I tried to make our connection work. I tried to make them understand me and all of my emotions and how loud and dramatic and Italian I am. Like I tried to make it work with them. I tried to just fit us into a box. You know what I mean? And once everything fell into place with Alex, it was like, there was no trying. Don't get me wrong. Relationships are not easy. We've had our ups and downs. But I know that he's the person that just works with me. Like there's, there's no trying to make us fit together. There's no forcing with trying to make him understand me and who I am, or try to understand my emotions. Like, he just gets me. And it's unlike anything I have ever experienced. So it's crazy. Once you surrender, God really does have a plan for you in literally everything. And I also want to say that if you have a desire in your heart for something, it's meant for you. Like if you're like me and you really desire to get married, know that your person is out there, whether they're there right now or not. Like maybe... There's just perfect timing, actually not maybe, there is, there's divine timing for when your person is going to come into your life. And I truly believe that. And honestly, everything in my life has shown me that divine timing really does exist. So this is kind of conversation on the law of attraction, because it really is like once you get yourself in alignment and you surrender That's when everything happens. But usually the surrender piece is the hardest piece because we don't want to let go of the thing. And I really did surrender. I said, like, God, it's okay if you don't have a person for me. That's fine. And I fully accepted it. I knew that I would be okay by myself. And I had the self-love to know that I would be fine by myself. And the funny thing is, Alex was kind of in the same place. He had also surrendered. And then everything just aligned for us to work out together. So, I want to kind of relate this to singing as well because I encounter this in my vocal coaching studio space a lot where I'll have somebody sing and they try to force and control and push the sound out to get the note out. And really, the way to get your voice to sound beautiful is to surrender. Once you know what the note is and you know the way you want to sing it and you have your technique down, right, the alignment piece. Then you just release it and surrender it. And you know that it's going to work out. So see how those things are kind of so closely related? It's like, okay, first you have to have the alignment piece. So in dating, it's like, okay, I'm not going to go to bars anymore to try and meet men. Right? In singing, it's like, okay, this is what the technique needs to be. Right? And then once you surrender it and release it and know that it's going to turn out the way that you want it to, it does. Or if it doesn't, then there's something better for you or you learn something, right? If you sing and you surrender to the note and you crack your voice, well, then there's a learning opportunity in there, right? Say that Alex and I don't get married, which I don't even want to say that because it's not even, that's kind of laughable to me. But say that we didn't, then okay, I learned something from that, right? And that's really how everything works. Like once you surrender... Everything becomes so much easier. And that's when we truly get into that feminine, flowy, light, easy energy. I don't know about you, but I have dealt with so much anxiety my whole life trying to control and force and push things. And I just don't want to do that anymore. I am not available for it any longer in anything. And I'm not saying that I don't want to work for things, right? There's a difference between working for something and pushing and forcing, And actually, this is with literally everything. I mean, even with, you know, my gig coming up at the listening room, it's not that I didn't work hard to get here. It's not that I didn't apply and do all the things that needed to be done. I put it on my vision board. I worked towards it. And then once I sent that email or actually those emails, because I emailed them a few times before they said yes, (laughs) by the way, that's kind of what has to be done when you live in Nashville. You have to just keep emailing people. And that's how you make it happen. Actually, I'm going to do another podcast episode on that. But once I sent the emails, I honestly kind of just forgot about it. I was like, okay, whatever. If it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And the time when I had that mentality, because a couple times where I emailed them, I was like, I must make this work. And the time where I just sent it and I was like, whatever, we'll see what happens. That was when they replied and were like, we have this date for you. So isn't that funny? It's with so many things. This also applies to money. I know that there's a lot of people in the spiritual space that talk about like manifesting money and making money, but it's the same thing, right? Wash, rinse, repeat. You get yourself in alignment. You take the necessary steps and then you know that what you desire is possible and you surrender and release it and pray to God, say, God, if this is meant for me, please help me manifest it in the least difficult way possible or however you want to say it and then it really does happen but it doesn't just take you it takes your co-creation with god right it takes you telling god what it is that you desire and then surrendering to it fully and just knowing that it's what's meant for you and so the reason why i teach these things in singing is because I want my clients and the people that work with me to take these concepts and apply them to their lives so that they have richer, fuller, more deeply emotional, connected lives. So do you kind of see how this applies to everything? The control, the pushy, the forceful energy. I mean, maybe there is a way where you can make things happen with that type of energy, but why would you want to? why wouldn't you want to just surrender and allow, allow it to come your way, right? There is a way of singing where you force and push, ask me how I know. (laughs) But it's so much easier when you just let it be free, when you let it be easy, when you allow it to be easy. Oftentimes the things that we're forcing and pushing are not even meant for us, right? Like I was trying to make it work with These other guys that I dated and they weren't even for me. And then when I stopped forcing and pushing, it worked out with Alex. And in our whole relationship, I have never felt like I have to make it work. Like I have to, you know, I don't know, like approach it with this rigid attitude of like, we must work or else. No, it's like the attitude is like, I know that it's going to work out because it feels easy. And I'm not saying it's easy all the time, right? Like I said earlier, you know, every relationship, there's struggles and arguments and things that are misaligned and all of that. But it just feels so easy. Like us being together feels easy. And my singing now feels easy. It doesn't feel like I'm pushing the notes out or like trying to force myself to sing something that isn't in my range, right? I just know my technique and I'm in alignment with my technique and I feel connected to myself, and I release the notes. And they come out the way that I want them to. And that's not me saying that you don't have to practice, right? You actually need to practice this way. Practice thinking about it in this easy way. Because the more you practice, and you practice thinking about it this way, the easier it's going to be when you actually go to perform. And seriously, you see how this is with singing and with life? Singing is life for me. But You could take like the smaller example of singing and the smaller example of the relationship and apply it to the big picture. I mean, how cool is that? That's why I love teaching singing so, so, so much, because all of these things can be applied to like make you a better human. And who doesn't want that? I think it's the coolest thing ever. So I hope that you enjoyed hearing me talk about surrender in relationships and in singing. And I'm so excited that you're here listening to the Vocal Empowerment Podcast. I want to remind you that I have my Belt Like Ariana Masterclass coming up very soon. I'm so excited about it, and I would love to have you there if it feels like a fit for you. The link will be in the description, and also the link to come and watch me perform at the listening room here in Nashville is also going to be In the description. So if you're local, I would love to see you there. And if you do come, please come say hi to me after. And also, if you're listening to this podcast and you've gotten this far, please, please, please share it, slide into my DMs, let me know that you're listening. I just really wanna connect with you guys. That's the whole reason why I started this podcast is to share these messages and connect with more like-minded people so seriously I'm not gonna think you're weird if you just slide into my dms please do it it'll totally make my whole day so and also share it to your stories share it to your instagram stories share it on facebook share it with a friend help us spread these messages far and wide because really my whole purpose on this earth is to create a ripple effect of healing and just teach these messages to people so by you listening to this, you're actually contributing to my purpose. So thank you for being here. And with that, I will say goodbye to you now. Thank you for the, thank you for listening to the Vocal Empowerment Podcast. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.